You work really hard and your business does pretty well, but you know that there is more for you. But what and how do you achieve it? How to scale up your business without losing your values or your mind is a constant juggling act for any growing business owner. In this episode, we are joined by the wonderful Zenat Nurani from Vida Dele Mariposa Coaching, who will share with us her wisdom on how we can get our mindset into a place of growth. I'm Charlotte and you are listening to Let's Get Down to Business, a podcast by A4G Chartered Accountants. We're an accountancy practice based in Kent with over 25 years of consistent growth. In this series, we will take you through each stage in your journey to growing your business and how to overcome the hurdles along the way so that you can achieve a healthy growing business that is less dependent on you. So let's get started. Before I introduce our guest today, I just want to share with you the details of our Breakthrough Growth Programme. If you are looking for greater clarity and confidence in the future of your business, the tools to make faster decisions and aim to spend less time on the day-to-day running of your business and more on its growth, then this is the programme for you. With detailed financial assessments, strategic and financial planning, accurate and useful financial reporting, as well as looking at everything from sales and marketing through to profit and cash flow improvement, we have the tools to help you overcome the varying challenges you will face at different stages of your business and help you tackle them so you can take things to the next level. Due to the bespoke nature of our services, we have limited availability. So if you are interested in becoming one of our exclusive clients, please register your details on our website at www.a4g-llp.co.uk forward slash business dash breakthrough forward slash growth or email us on inquiries at a4g-llp.co.uk to find out if you qualify for our strategic growth coaching. With me today is Zenat Nurani, who is a growth mental health mindset and well-being coach. She recently won the Best Bespoke Mental Health and Wellbeing Coach Service 2021 Award and the Mental Health Coach of the Year for Innovation and an Excellence 2021. And amongst other things, is also an author and currently runs her own radio show on Channel 2 Radio, Mindset Matters. So um, good morning. Hi, Zena. How are you? Good morning, Charlotte. It's uh, wonderful to be here. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on. And just for some of our listeners, would you mind just giving us a quick background on, on who you are and what you do for us? Yes, no, absolutely. Oh, my goodness, I could talk forever. <laughs> but uh, I know we're, we're time bound. Uh, so um, originally, um, my career started out as a professional figure skater, which I did for many, 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 many years. So you can imagine uh, mindset, training, resilience mm. is all around that. But in those times, that never really kind of crossed my mind. So long story short, um, I gave up... Um, figure skating professionally in about 2004 came back to the uk because i was based in spain living there for about seven years and came back to the uk and i retrained as a um, primary education teacher though i had um got a degree in interior design which i never worked in (laughs) because skating was my passion Uh, you know what it's like when you've got a passion for something and you kind of just want to follow that but you go to uni because your parents have told you to go just in case something happens along the way (laughs) so yeah it's it's you know one of those kind of uh, belief systems that kind of follow us around for a while Mm -hmm. um so I did 
primary teaching for about seven years and unfortunately that didn't turn out to the way I expected it. Um, it wasn't the best career line for me though I love teaching and I love the inspiration that I get from the children, all of that, but unfortunately it hit me uh, really hard in terms of burnout, depression and mental health mm -hmm. and that's where I resigned from teaching. Now during my teaching career I was actually training up as a life coach and NLP practitioner because I thought, you know, I came across it through a friend of mine, actually, and I thought, oh, my God, this is absolutely amazing. And I thought that was something that I could use within my teaching career and mm. with the children and to support other teachers and colleagues. Um, but as I said, that didn't work out and I left. And while I was doing my therapy and counselling uh, recovery, it kind of hit me then that what I wanted to do was actually help people. And the skills that I learned through coaching in NLP was something that I could take on forward. And I wanted to do something more. You know, when you feel like there's more to me. And also, I felt like I wanted to be in control of my life and not the other way around. And control of my, my well being, my future, not having to answer to people. Um, and because I'd lost a lot of self-confidence during that time. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was my, making that massive shift and wanting to help people who have been through what I'd been through. And going back, because I went way back to my skating career as well, and in fact, childhood, and things flagged up from way back then that I thought, oh my goodness, that's what's kind of been stopping me. These are the skills that I haven't got. This is the mindset that I haven't got. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to make a difference from the time I started recovering. And that's what I do now. Wow, that's amazing. And I, I love how you also relate, you know, your sporting career to to now to now what you do in terms of mindset, you know, because what I'd like to focus on with you today, Zena, is you know how a business owner's mindset or their personal limitations could be sort of the number mm. one thing holding them back. Mm. You know, like most of our listeners will have sort of a number of ideas of how they want to you know, grow, um, you know, but what prevents business owners from growing, how they mm. overcome these barriers to growth is almost like quite tricky. You know, there's lots of things we could list off, like the size of their industry or the number of customers they have or the finance, all that sort of stuff. But really, you know, the mindset is can be a massive shift if they get that yes. right they might not need to really worry about anything else um so obviously <laughs> <laughs> well there is other things but you know what I mean um we want to just focus on that mindset today which is lo like lovely that you've got that experience you know and you touched on it just actually then in your story but what would be the sort of sign someone needs to look out for if they're needing to to do a bit of work on their mindset Wow. Okay. I mean, symptoms of emotional stress um, is uh, is massive. Um, now we've got to bear in mind, you know, the symptoms and the signs can be both physical, mental, and behavioural, uh, and it's not just one element. So it could be all three. It could be one of these, or it could be a couple of them. And sometimes, you know, we if if these symptoms are ongoing, then there is a sign there that hang on a minute, this isn't normal. Right. So that's the first thing that you have to recognize um, that suddenly you're getting, for example, um, heavy chest pains or your heart might be racing at particular points when you're entering in a room because it's also the environment that we work in. Uh, it could be ongoing headaches, uh, you know, dizziness. I mean, I was very much a culprit of um, grinding my teeth and jaw clenching. That was one of the things I used to do a lot of. Um, it can be 
to do with your weight. Uh, so gaining weight, losing weight, changing your eating habits as well. And of course, the most fundamental, I would say, is sleeping patterns change. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's so much. I mean, it can, you can even go into medical problems like, you know, suddenly your stomach's very upset um, and you might be even getting things like, excuse me, diarrhea or constipation. Mm. And it's not something that you've eaten, but it's that because your body's affected by the stress. Um, and even your libido can change. Yeah. So when you're looking at these physical symptoms, um, when we're looking at mental and behavior, you know, you might become more emotional because I knew I became very, very emotional. I was constantly crying. I mean, you could put, uh, pick up a cup and put it in the wrong place and I'd be in tears. Mm -hmm. And that's not normal. Uh, feeling overwhelmed, constantly on edge. Those kind of things is about keeping an eye on how, you know, how are your behaviors changing, uh, use of alcohol or drugs, just to have that moment of uh, emotional relief. Mm. Um, you might even find that you are struggling even more in, you know, concentrating, focus, uh, solving problems, mm -hmm. even getting, staying on task and getting the work done. So there's lots and lots of things that are out there that mm. can indicate, but the problem is, we're not taught well enough from a very young age how to become self-aware. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the problem arises. Once you become self-aware and you can trust how you're feeling, then you can start to make the changes. Yeah, exactly. And I really like that, you know, what you're saying is really listening to what's going on around mm. you like everyone goes through stressful time you know mm. especially in business business owners from the last 18 months to two years mm. you know it's it, there is ups and downs of business but noticing something particular has different yeah. or if or even another you know a friend or a family member says I've noticed this about you like maybe listening out for sort of that sort of thing yeah listen yeah and listening to people because Normally, you, the people around you know you well enough and if they're close to you. But what I want to also mention is that the word stress is it's so tricky because we have to also understand that tress, sorry, tress, stress <laughs> isn't a bad thing. Okay, because mm. sometimes people thrive on the stress and it, it's their motivator. It drives them forward. However, it only becomes a problem when it stops you achieving the things you want to achieve and it's affecting your health mm -hmm. interesting well i think that's you know that sort of leads me on to you know we hear a lot of people you know say a lot of things they want to grow their business they want to do something you know they want to go somewhere they want to achieve things but they aren't actually doing what's necessary to, to mm. sort of do that growth so what would you you know what could you say would be stopping people from wanting to grow even though they're actually voicing something different i mean First of all, it's looking at their belief systems mm -hmm. because what we might believe and what we think may not be congruent. Mm -hmm. And so it's going back and it doesn't mean that uh, one's belief system is not wrong. It could be perhaps that that is not working for them right now because we have to remember that we are not born with our belief systems. They grow with us and sometimes they become ingrained in us. Same with our values. So it's really important that we're checking in with our belief systems. We're looking at our values around our personal self, around our business, the culture, the ethos. You know, what are your strengths, weaknesses, your motivators, your drivers? Um, because these are all fundamental 
things that will stop somebody from either progressing in their business, growing their business. Mm -hmm. um, but it starts from you personally first, mm -hmm. because it also it's it's about taking action because we can talk about everything and we can read all the books that we want to read. But if we don't actually take action, become accountable, take ownership and be consistent in it, it's not going to happen. And unfortunately, you know, when it comes to our mindset, it, there is no one end product. The product is what you make it mm -hmm. and how you want to be. So if you're allowing your belief systems to stop you, then you need to look into them. And there are lots of different ways you can do that. Um, one is, you know, seeking support from a coach. Now, I'm a coach and I have a coach who coaches me mm -hmm. because we're all human, aren't we, in the end of the day? And we all, we're constantly faced with different challenges and paths and encounters. And it's just about having that little bit of clarity, that vision. Mm -hmm. um, Another thing I think is really important is if we're going to go down the strategic part, always review your business plan. I mean, when we start out, we all do a business plan, or I suppose most of us do. Mm -hmm. But how many of us actually go back and look at that business plan and check in with it? Yeah. Well, you know, actually, we talked about that on a previous podcast because, you know, we, we talked about how business plans are really important, but actually not updating them is probably almost more important because mm. things change you know whether it's a year or five years I don't know but you know even six months sometimes things can change in your business and shift that you need to go back and say actually our original plans changed yeah. um you know and part, absolutely and part of that I think is you know like goal setting you know, mm. when we've written a business plan we're going to set some goals and that's sort of extremely important to achieve anything you know within the business or, or in life really sometimes I think you need a plan oh, I'm a bit of a planner um, I don't know about everyone <laughs> not everyone's a planner but you know I, I like to plan you know but have you maybe got some advice for listeners on how to approach goal setting if they're, if they're not familiar with that part of you know the business plan so in terms of goal setting I mean first of all goals goal setting is um you know it's so so important we don't realize how important it is because that's where we can get clarity in our mind we get our visions and it allows us to move forward so before you set a goal you need to take a closer look at what you're trying to achieve okay. and you need to know your why and and you know simon sinek um if you've heard of him always mm -hmm. talks about the why so when you set something know your why know your purpose Mm -hmm. So it's really important to explore that first. And then, and, you know, we've all, a uh, majority of us heard of SMART goals. And yes, create these SMART goals and by writing them down. Because when you write them down as well, it makes it reality. Mm -hmm. It's almost like <laughs> I remember when I first, you know, for years I was saying, oh, I need to write a book, I need to write a book. And it's there. But the moment you write it down and you tell somebody, you can't take it back because you know that's they're waiting for that to happen if that makes sense yes definitely so you can think oh god if i haven't done it people what are people going to think of me and then you start like, all those kind of um, <laughs> fears come into play and you don't want those fears so no. writing the goals down and you know it gives you that vision it gives you that accountability as well and then with that you start to create action plans and yes have your end goal but also in your mind say there may be obstacles where I might have to kind of rear from them and kind of take different angles because you build up a resilience around it as well but also resilience is massive so check in to see 
what your resilience is like. Is that resilience working for you? Mm -hmm. Because there's no point banging your head against the same brick wall and not going anywhere. Because you say, no, keep going, keep going. But where are you going to keep going? Which angle are you taking? Mm. Um, so in terms of that, so check in with that, create your action pl plan and create a timeline as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's always good to see, you know, where you're going so you can see the progress. And then with that, you know, you can start to feel like, oh, my gosh, I've accomplished something. Oh, my God, this this day or this week or this month has been absolutely fantastic. Or perhaps this week hasn't been so great. Well, why hasn't it been so great? Yeah, but um, stay on track, isn't it? You know, you know, if you've got it broken down into lots of smaller goals or tasks, it's not overwhelming. Yes. And you can say, well, I've, I've ticked off this. What stopped me ticking things off? You know, what can I do next week? It's a more a good way to, you know, if you if you can measure it, you can manage it. Absolutely. And I think with that as well, when you're creating goals, talk to people, talk to somebody you trust. If you've got a coach, fantastic, talk to them or your colleagues, because that can also bring about clarity. Um, it can also bring about, you know, other ideas and possibilities because about reaching goals is all about possibilities. Mm -hmm. And I would say even with goals, take time because I mean, I don't know. I know so many people I've come across, they set themselves a goal, but they don't reevaluate and assess their progress. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, with if you don't do that, you're going to lose track and it's going to you're going to come off direction and focus. Mm -hmm. Okay, so setting goals puts you in this driver's seat and it gives you the power to transform your own life into whatever direction of desire you want. Mm -hmm. um, another thing I think with goal setting, it goes back to the why, but believe in the process. So the first step I would say to goal setting as well is having absolute faith and belief in the process and in yourself, your confidence, your abilities. Look at, you know, the strengths that you have and things that you've achieved before, because we often forget that actually the things we've achieved in the past can actually help us in things in the moment and in the future. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, you know, when you get an award, you get, oh, you get an award and you think, ah, oh, there's the, my award. I'll put it on the shelf and it, uh, it gathers dust. But actually, how did you achieve that award? What was behind it? Because those skills and knowledge will help you with other goals yeah exactly and I, and I like that if you never really reassess you never like you say you sort of never celebrate how far you've come no it may or may or not have been in the direction you initially set out for it to be mm. but you still made progress and look, maybe looking back and actually think you know what have I learned from that and, yeah. and and I think I think that's a wonderful thing to do and and it's not so disheartening like you say people just plan with it let's keep moving forward keep moving forward and never mm. just stop and evaluate you know what could a business owner maybe do to help improve this mindset then if it's something they struggle with and, and also help them to visualize their success if they haven't got that to look back on yet i would say get yourself a business plan or even if you're very creative create a vision board i love vision boards mm -hmm. you know uh with a vision board you can put all sorts of things and that can start um giving you that vision and i would like i said right at the beginning what is it that you want to achieve and why do you want to achieve it? You have to know your why because we all know the how, the what's and the when's, but it's the why that keeps us motivated and it keeps us going mm -hmm. and ensuring that, you know, whatever you do, it's measurable. And I always ask my business um, clients to kind of visualize themselves 
say five or 10 years down the line, you know, what do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel when you reach that goal? Mm -hmm. What is happening right here, right now? And it's that visualization that happens. Then you work backwards. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. Have well, I answered your question? It's fine. You know, it's one of those things, you know, if you can dream it, it's possible. Yeah. You know, you know, and, you know, seeing, you know, if you can see where you want your business to be, mm. whether that be, you know, you could have, I want, you know, 10 stores or I want so many employees mm. or I want to take it to this level or this award or, you know, whatever it is, if you can think about it and dream it, I do believe you can make that possible. You just yeah. have to believe it can happen. It can happen. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's um, Bob Proctor's very good at that. Mm -hmm. Now, he um, talks a lot about the mindset, the conscious, the subconscious of the mind and in believing in what you set yourself. So if there's any sort of money setbacks, financial setbacks or anything like that. And a couple of his books that I absolutely love is the Change Your Paradigm, Change Your Life, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. And You Were Born to Be Rich, as well as the 12 Power Principles. I mean, he he's all about the mind, Bob Proctor. And mm -hmm. it's about working with your subconscious, bringing it to the forefront of your conscious mind and then saying and believing and writing down that goal, that affirmation, whatever that might, might be. Um, another another great person is Carol Dweck, uh, mm -hmm. D-W-E-C-K. Yeah. 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 Dweck, Dweck, Dweck. I never pronounce her name right. <laughs> I mean, she's got the mindset book called The New Psychology of Success. I mean, she's got loads of different books, but I love this one as well. It, it's absolutely fantastic. And the other one is Grit that I like, and it's The Power of Passion and Perseverance by Angela Duckworth. Oh, wow. I mean, we love, we do love a good reading recommendation here. So <laughs> thank you, Lucy. <laughs> I can put them in the in the comments, actually. Um, just um, quickly then, how can, you know, you touched on this at the beginning, actually. Can, how can someone develop their self-awareness and that of others? And, you know, you mentioned people uh, struggle to be self-aware. How, how can they develop that? Wow, self-awareness. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, it's in the word. Self-awareness starts with uh, oneself, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, you know, to become more self-aware, you know, uh, we should be trying to develop an understanding of ourselves in many, many different areas. Key areas of self-awareness is our personality traits, our personal values, habits, emotions, the um, psychological needs that drives our behaviours. So personality awareness of your personality helps you to analyze. Okay. So to start with, and we tell children this all the time and why we don't do it as adults, I, I have no idea as much, but improve your listening skills. Listen before you speak, listen before you react. Mm -hmm. Listening is absolutely fundamental because you get so much from that. So listening to yourself, what kind of language do you find yourself using that's not empowering, that's mm -hmm. stopping you? And that comes back to a lot of the NLP stuff, neurolinguistic programming things that I do. You know, it's the communication and language. Um, a good way also is pay attention to interactions with other people because how you see other people, you'll think, oh, I do that or I don't do that. And you'll value yourself more. Um, 
there's things like um, self-hypnosis, audiobooks that you can download to um, improve your own self-awareness. You know, and I think for me, it's it's being mindful. I think the word is, and we hear this word being thrown around a lot lately, mindfulness, but actually mindfulness can be so many things and it's being in the moment, not reacting, taking time to just stop, breathe and reflect on what's going on. And I think if you do it more consciously, then it becomes your habit. You know, yeah. you might initially want to start putting in your book and say, you know, every hour I'll stop and I'll just breathe and I'll reflect on what's going on around me. What can I see? What can I hear? What can I feel? And maybe step out into the garden. But eventually that will become part of you. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's really important. And just, yeah, you know, when you when you have a reaction to something in an environment, and you know that's gonna maybe upset you or you're gonna get a bit agitated or feel overwhelmed, the self-awareness comes by, okay, I know I'm going into that environment. What is it that I can do with myself right now before I enter that environment or before I speak to that person? Mm -hmm. Because as business owners, you're, we're always gonna be in environments that we don't wanna be in or we're always gonna, we may have to talk to people we don't like to talk but to, but we have to for our business. But then again, it's a choice. And we all have a choice. When we feel that negative way or that negative thought, that's because we've allowed for that person to enter our world and make us feel that way. Mm -hmm. But you can't blame them. No, very interesting. <laughs> you, you start thinking, mm, you'd relate it to your, you know, your own situation. Think, oh, that's yeah, actually, yeah. So, it, you know, I, I would, you know, spend time identifying your emotions, you know, in different environments, how you are, the people, you know, the positives and the negatives, and then start shifting those around. And that's what self-awareness, it's a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, you know, I've, you know, you know, since 2017 is when I left the teaching profession, and I'm still um growing as a person and i'm still learning as a person i'm still on a journey and i love this journey that i'm on because i meet all sorts of different people and i'm constantly learning and it's about being open-minded self-awareness is also about being open-minded i really like that and is this related to a bit having a purposeful mindset you know can business owners relate that to growing their businesses absolutely absolutely because everything you learn about yourself will help you with your business. Mm -hmm. And it will also help you to deal with the obstacles and challenges as said, when you are in business with people or gaining business clients, whoever customers, whoever they may be, because they're all connected. Uh, we can't really separate business and personal life. To some extent you can and it overlaps. And this is where self-awareness is really important. You know, once you learn to establish that, Things that happen at work, you won't take home. And things that happen at home, you will learn not to take into work. But it's, it's work. It, it, it takes work to get to that point. Yeah, it's, exactly. And I think that's a really interesting point. Because, you, you know, if you're starting or growing a business anyway, you've got to put in a lot of hours to working on the business. Mm. So, you know, have you got any practical tips then to how someone could actually create a bit more balance in a business owner's life between work and home life? Right. I first of all, I would say um, scheduling is important. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, work on yourself first. That's the first thing to do is to work on yourself. 
Um, but when you're when you're trying to develop a work life balance, it's about um, thinking, okay, what works for me? What doesn't? Because everybody's different, okay. And I could probably give you all the tips and tools, but it may not work for you. It's about finding what works for you because everybody's unique, okay. And everyone has different things going on in their lives, but fundamentally managing your time so having a schedule with your negotiables and your non-negotiables there has to be well-being in there so things that you enjoy doing for yourself and then all the business stuff and then having your schedule some blank spaces because those blank spaces will then allow for anything that might have overrun mm -hmm. that you can then say you know what I'm not stressed out because I've got a blank space at this time in the week at this time. And then you can put it in there. And I think another tip would be to managing the balance is um, not trying to fit out too, sorry, not trying to fit in too much. So don't have a massive to do list. I would say don't do more than five things. And that's quite a lot five things on a list. Mm -hmm. Get through that. And then think about what else can you do? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there's loads of management tools that I could uh, throw out there. There's the even um, the urgent, non-urgent, most in, important, not so important um, grid that you can use. Yeah, we covered that on the last podcast, actually. That's, Did you? Yeah, really good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely fantastic, you know, um, and those kind of things will help you kind of get um focused mm -hmm. right but again it comes to mindset if you're not accomplishing something don't get overwhelmed by it think okay that's okay i can control the things that i can control but allow the things that you can't control to go mm -hmm. right because there's no point racking your brain over something and trying to accomplish something which you have no control over whatsoever agreed um, <laughs> know your you know if you're a morning person try and keep um you know for example you may want to keep the tough um sort of high concentration tasks for the morning and the less easier tasks for the evening so knowing how you work best and it goes back right to the beginning what i said is know your strengths mm -hmm. know what you're capable of um and yeah and stick to them be consistent yeah, yeah. And I like that. And I think it brings back what you said about self-awareness, knowing, you know, what, knowing where, what time of the day works better for us. Like, mm. when are we more motivated? Do we have a slump after lunch? Do we need to just do a bit of admin or, you know, mm. catching up on emails after lunch? You know, or maybe we do get a burst of energy in the late afternoon and yeah. that's when we might need to be more creative. Mm. And actually, I think sometimes with a lot of businesses, they're just so busy doing. I don't think they sit in back and just think, am I doing the right thing at the right time? Yeah. Is it the best return for my time? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. people get it confused that uh, they're busy, but actually they're not very productive. Mm -hmm. And one thing I would say is do not try and multitask because multitasking is not productive because you're not fully focused on one thing. So to have a balance, be productive by focusing on one thing at a time. And also to have that life balance is not to be hard on yourself, okay? And don't feel guilty if you take out time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Do not feel guilty. Guilt is a massive thing. I said, oh, but you know, I've, I've taken half an hour to do some exercise. Now I've got to catch up because I've lost half an hour. No, again, that's negative talk. So go back and reframe that. 
what have you gained from that? Yeah. So a bit of self-love. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And, you know, actually taking a bit of time out for yourself is probably good for you and your business, mm. uh, you know, and your family and, and, and everyone. You know, if you're a better person in a better frame of mind, your your staff are going to feel that, you know, your suppliers and customers, anyone you talk oh, to are probably yeah. going to feel that rather than someone who's quite a bit run down, desperate, tight on time. Yeah. very stressed out you're not going to necessarily want to do business with these people so no and we feed off energy we're all made of energy um I, I don't know about you charlotte but have you ever been in a room and you just get negative vibes off people yes that you think oh my goodness <laughs> I, I have but because they're not in the right space no in that moment and you know it's about you you know taking yourself out of that space of uncomfort mm-hmm. um as well and I think, you know, it's so important to, you know, as well with this all is to manage your mind, take regular breaks. And you know what? Get yourself a coach mm-hmm. because you will be surprised how that person will help you through. Yeah, well, I think that's what I wanted to sort of touch on towards the end, Zena. You know, we've already mentioned quite a lot, you know, a great list of books. And like we know, you know, leaders are readers, do they say, you know, but where can our listeners maybe go for some more reading or learning or support on this area? Oh, gosh, um, myself. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, um, just this, there are so many coaches out there. And I would say, um, do your research. Okay. And um, look at referrals as well. Speak to people because you will always find somebody who knows somebody um, and really know why you are seeking that coach and the type of coach that you want. But also bear in mind that um, you have you have to be committed and ready to take on a, a coach or a therapist or a consultant. There's no point saying I want one, but then you're not ready to make the shift and the transformation. Because I've come across many people who want it, but they don't want it enough or they're not quite ready. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, it's important that you need to be ready, but also, um, you know, if you have to resonate with your coach. So I don't just take on any client. Um, and it shouldn't be the other way around. You have to build a relationship. You have to feel comfortable with them. That is that is my personal view. That's my personal um, um, kind of opinion because I feel that I best work with my clients when there is trust and you can build a relationship mm-hmm. of openness and honesty. Mm-hmm. And that's it's a two-way process. I think you're going to get the most out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Both, both, both sides of the... Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's, I know there's the life coaching directory online. So there's lots of online de- directories that you can find um, certified coaches on. But yeah. Okay. Does, that, does that help? Yeah. It, no. It's a tricky one because more and more there's so many out there. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And I think it's, it's, it's not just about, you know, get yourself a coach, doing some more reading. I think, you know, if you if you do more reading and learning, you'll find out where you want to go, and what direction and then what resources are out there to help you in whatever challenge that you've got in your business. Mm. And I think that's what I really wanted to really focus on today. You know, if our yeah. whole series is about growing the business, I don't if you haven't got your mindset right to start, you know, you might say, I really want to grow my business. I want to double my turnover in 12 months. Well, that's great. But if your mind set mm. is not in that place like you said if it's not congruent with what you're saying mm. 
I don't believe people are going to achieve it. And it doesn't mm. matter how much we talk about different areas they could look at yeah. if, if their heart's not in it or their mind's not in it. Absolutely. And you know what? As business owners, especially, you know, running your own business, you have to be able to step out of your comfort zone. And that is huge for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Taking risk and stepping out of that comfort zone and seeing the possibilities. And that's important as well to running your own business. So that mindset would also need to be kind of shifting. And when you get those setbacks, how do you get back on that horse and keep going? Yeah. And what other resources and equipment do you have that's going to make you um, grow feel empowered yeah and I, you know I, I you actually made me think of something I um I read this week was uh you know in terms of pushing yourself out your comfort zone as a business owner you know the buck does stop with you ultimately and if if you're not going to go outside your comfort zone mm. probably no one else is mm. in your business you know you know how could they how could how could they turn that mindset into one of growth you know for pushing the boundaries coming out of their comfort zone you know so that they can drive their business forward have you just got any last bits of practical advice oh gosh start networking <laughs> i think one of the things uh, for business owners is start talking to people start networking uh, i think a lot of people fear networking because they're having to suddenly speak to people they may lack a bit of uh, confidence the, the whole imposter syndrome Thing, oh my goodness um i don't belong here all of that so that's going out your comfort zone um when you go networking for example you don't have to go to every single person so you walk into a room scan the room and think oh they look approachable and go to a couple of people because that is really important as well and also network in the right area don't just blatantly go out and do a whole load of networking that's not going to be good for you, you or your business because then you're going to have a setback. So it's about finding um, properly where your your clientele is, your customer base. Okay, who's your target audience? And I, I think you often hear is surround yourself around people who are going to uplift you, mm -hmm. people that you're going to learn from. So the people who have been there and done it. So because you'll learn a lot from those successful people as well. So reading books about them, watching them on YouTube. Um, we, you know, we've got Clubhouse now. So going on to Clubhouse. But again, check in with your emotions, your mindset, because you don't want to suddenly become absorbed with it and addicted to it where it, it's then setting you back or it becomes overwhelming. So there's a fine balance as well in that, too. <laughs> yes definitely because <laughs> i know i know the feeling of clubhouse i i loved it when it first came out i got overwhelmed and i had to literally come off it for about three weeks <laughs> yeah it's almost like about a little and often isn't it because you it can probably is. go into this and watch hours and hours of it and then maybe actually sort of set yourself 10 20 minutes a day it's probably yeah. more achievable because <laughs> you've scheduled it and you might actually stick to it on a daily basis yes. scheduling some... <laughs> there you go schedule everything that goes back to what we were talking about but yes yeah. everything in moderation and yeah do surround yourself with the right people um you know sometimes life is a little bit tough and you've got to do the tough love and cut out people possibly that are not serving you mm -hmm. and not giving you that confidence to achieve because you have to believe in yourself yeah. sometimes there's a lot of jealousy out there as well 
Yeah, they, they say you need to surround yourself or you become the five, five people that you spend most time with. Mm. So I think, you know, like you say, not, you know, if it's friend, if it's friends and family, it's very hard to cut cut them out completely. But you know, maybe boundaries. Of, yeah, boundaries and have less of your energy towards someone who's negative or not helping you grow and or not seeing your vision mm-hmm. and, and working with people, whether it's a coach, whether it's a member of staff that really but has bought into your vision, like anything that yes. stick yeah. with them more that's going to help you yeah. actually achieve it rather than yeah. sort of drag you backwards. So And you know what, talking about five, I think one one good piece of advice I was given to um by my business coach when I first set out. So this was another business coach. Um, He said to me, uh, have five people on your phone that you can call at any moment in time. They can be different people. They can be five people that know nothing about your business, but that you trust that are good. You can pick up, they will listen to you. Mm -hmm. And some may give you advice, but you know, they're there for you when you're not feeling quite right, or you're unsure about something. So I'm talking about mindset, emotional, you know, when something wrong happens, you can just pick up that phone and call them. Mm -hmm. Just five people on your phone, instant dial. I like that sounding board. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, I feel like I've had a coaching session with you, Zena. I've, oh, taken, I've, 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 I've taken so much from this. So, uh, li- thank you so, so much for joining Invoices us. Invoices in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on a podcast. So, <laughs> thank you so much, Charlotte. This has been amazing. As I said, I could, yeah, talk and talk and talk. <laughs> yeah, we could talk all day, couldn't we? Uh, well, we'll have to have you back. And anyway, I think we're going to join you shortly on the on the on your radio show, aren't yes, we? Yes, so. you are on Mindset Matters on Channel Radio uh, uk. I'm very excited. Well, thank you again so much, Zena. Thank you, Charlotte. Wow, what an amazing episode! I think the key thing to take away here is that your mindset is adaptable, and if you can identify where you need to get to in order to take it into a place of growth, ready for your business to follow, you will be able to drive the business growth you desire that much easier. Next week, we are joined by Emma White to talk about whether lack of time is stopping you from growing your business. Don't forget to head over to our website, www.a4g-llp.co.uk forward slash business dash breakthrough forward slash growth or email us on inquiries at a4g-llp.co.uk to register your details and find out if you qualify for our strategic growth coaching. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We are A4G and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn at A4G Chartered Accountants. Alternatively, check out our website www.a4g-llp.co.uk which is full of free tools, guidance and plenty of food for thought to help support you with running your successful business. I've been your host today, Charlotte, and this is Let's Get Down to Business.